0: I seen the fact. you know. I saw her there. I think I saw the bag. I saw Holly the other day.
1: You saw Holly? You saw Holly I
0: there. You know what I'm
1: saying about Holly? Oh, you, you know she's she's crazy, but she's hot. <laughs> I heard one time she stretched the Joker's balls back and slapped him in his chin with him. Whoa! <laughs> what did what did the Boss do about that? He just not laugh. <laughs> I should not need to remind each and every citizen of Rapture That free enterprise is the foundation upon which our society has
0: been established
1: Everywhere you go, everything you do, it's always done for death, pain and misery Our men
0: are running from the battlefield, a shape for this place. Yes. I hate this podcast. Uh, it's the worst, isn't it? It's yep. the worst podcast ever. Oh, man. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we, we really appreciate it. Got it's a lot. Weekly outlet of stupidity. Yeah, we got a lot more listeners uh, this month so far, and that's been...
1: Yeah, thanks everybody for tuning back in, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what one thing we need to do? What's that? Uh, we
0: need to set up our email box for yes. sending in questions. we do. We do need to set up an email yeah. box for sending in questions, because social media is kind of hard to get... Immediate, you know, responses for that. Well,
1: we also these, so. like. I, I tend to not lead stuff far enough, right. and you know, it, I think yeah. if we set up an email box, I think that'll be better for uh, people to send us feedback. But I've been getting a lot of positive, yep. uh you know, words from uh, even people I work with. I really wish that they would never find <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, some people I work with. Uh, thanks, and I'm sorry.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate and sorry, mom. It. You know what? Uh, I I ran into Anna uh, on Monday. Oh, and, uh, she still listens. So, props to her for sticking with this ridiculous. Yes. I don't know what her problem is. That she. Continues to suffer through this garbage, but
1: I, I appreciate it, and I'm sorry. Good, good for her.
0: Thanks, so Anna. now that we've said all of our
1: apologies,
0: <laughs> yeah. what's going on this week, friend? Uh, this week, uh, well, we opened it up with a little bit of uh, a little bit of Arkham uh, back talk because uh, Batman: Arkham Knight has a new trailer, or not trailer, uh, gameplay footage.
1: Yeah, yeah seven minute uh, trailer they posted this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's funny is that they posted that as a uh, yeah we. uh... We just delayed that game another three weeks. Yeah. Uh, here's that. <laughs> um. Sorry. Impressive looking. That's the best looking game I think I've ever seen. It, it's, yeah. it's probably tied in my brain, maybe. Like, uh, The Witcher 3. Yeah. Looks
0: incredible. Witcher 3 looks pretty great.
1: But the problem is, I don't believe anyone when they tell me that the footage they're showing me of The Witcher is on a console. Right. And the footage I saw today of Batman. Right. Was running on a PS4. Right. Right.
0: So I know that's legit. So you know that's a legit thing, yeah. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, and it was all, you know, in game engine. It wasn't, you know, not pre rendered garbage or anything like that. Um, and it's an actual game, not like the order. Yeah. 1986. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, this generation yeah. <laughs> is sorely uh, just kind of barren of, you know, big experiences. Right. Um, there, there were quite a few last year. Um, but most of the bigger experiences were also available on old consoles, And, mm-hmm. you know, were good-looking, but not earth-shattering. Yeah. And yeah. most of the best-looking stuff... I mean, your Rise, Son of Rome, your uh, Order 1886... A lot of the stuff is uh, fantastic-looking, but, like, brief experiences. Right. I am um, of the opinion that I would take Rise over the Order. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Fa- It doesn't matter Neither of them are great Yeah right yeah I think that's like A bum fight right there It's like Which one of these Smoking fucking burners Do you want to put In your system Here's five dollars
0: Which one wins
1: Uh, No I I, I, No matter who wins I lost Because I own a Digital copy of Rise Center Room So I own that forever
0: Forever That's never going away.
1: That's the gift that keeps on giving. The week I bought my Xbox One, I was like, man, all digital, baby. Let's do this. And now I'm sitting here <laughs> with a four-terabyte drive hooked up to that thing going, oh, I feel like I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> I've got all these digital games that I now no longer want and will never play again. <laughs> this is
0: bad. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. I- Uh, That gameplay footage looks really good. Yeah! Uh, I'm excited for that game. Did Um, you
1: hear the hot scuttlebutt? I mean, this isn't news, but it is a pretty... Heavily traded rumor is that yeah. near the end of May, yeah, that WB is going to release the Arkham Collection oh, for next gen, uh, mm. which would only be Asylum and City, not Origins, right? Because that wasn't made by Rocksteady, right? Yeah, yeah, um, and used slightly different version of the tech, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of that game looked weird,
0: yeah, um, it felt way less impactful combat, especially.
1: Don't worry, I still got that that Wii U version of Arkham Origins. So yeah. if you want to play that, I got you hooked up. You got the only one of those, I, I think. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Gem Mint Rare. Uh,
0: one of 1,000. We'll set that up on my copy next to Gundray. Yeah. Every
1: GameStop got one copy. I bought one out of my store, and we never got another one. Never. But, uh, but no, um, yeah, like, I, I'm... I, no, I won't buy it. Uh, this actually ties into news that I want to talk about later. Yeah. Um. Hey, uh, maybe I'm fucking alone here, but your your Dark Souls special edition that's coming out? No. All these remasters, the new Devil May Cry collection, all, you know, yeah. God of War 3, they announced the remastered
0: three. edition of that this week.
1: No. Fucking stop buying these.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree.
1: I, and people are like, well, i got to have something to play on my new console, it's like, you don't have to play something all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, and
0: especially if you're just buying a, a game that's already on a previous console that you probably own already. Or, think about this. You went out, and you bought an Xbox 360 or a PlayStation
1: 3. Say you bought God of War 3, or you bought Devil May Cry. Sure. And then you got rid of your system, yeah. and you got rid of the system for pennies. Yeah. And then you sold that game for like a dollar. Yeah, yeah. And now you're going to go give somebody 40 to 60 bucks for that game that you got rid of for a dollar? Yeah. For it to run at a higher frame rate and slightly better resolution? Yeah. You know, if you're that kind of person who's really that worried about frame rates and resolution, yeah. you're probably the kind of person that also owns a fucking computer. <laughs> and these games are readily on sale all the time! For like a dollar! <laughs> the, the thing plus, that the you plus, sold your plus. old game for!
0: Yeah, it's very true. It's very uh, true.
1: Yeah. You know, I, 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 I bought a couple of special editions... Um, you know, these re-releases. Right. Uh, I bought Sleeping Dogs. Right. Because I think that's one of the best games mm-hmm. I have ever
0: played. Right. I like, like that game. I'm <laughs> one of the only people. Uh, explain to me how you have to play it, though. You have to play it like you're a complete moron. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a crazy person. Yeah, that, game, that game has... One of my
1: favorite mechanics from a PSP game back in the day called Pursuit Force. Right. Pursuit Force was this game where it was like an action movie, and you drive, and you can hit a button, and your dude just hangs out the door of the car, and he opens it and starts hanging out, (laughs) and when you get close to another car, you can jump onto it. Right. And I just... I drive around all the time, holding down the e brake so the car drives like a go kart, just leaping from vehicle to vehicle. It's fantastic. You should
0: really try it sometime. That sounds like a blast on it. It's,
1: you should watch. We for the site, we should do a video of me playing Sleeping Dogs. We absolutely should, so we you see. can see why I like that. Agreed.
0: We have ab- I absolutely agree. Uh,
1: but yeah, like as far as these re-releases, man. I mean, there are very few that could ever get me worked up anymore because we had so many so quickly and you know I hate to say it I almost kind of blame Sony for that
0: right because
1: they brought hard and heavy last generation big collections worthwhile collections yeah. to HD right not just here's a higher frame rate, not just it's slightly better resolution. Right. They brought those games from SD to HD, mm-hmm. like your Eco Shadow of the Colossus collection, Jack and Daxter collection, Ratchet and Clank collection. I mean, they were coming hard and heavy with a lot. The Killzone collection was fantastic. Right. Um, you know, it, it was just a lot of up and stuff that was really good. It was good value, too. Right. And the problem with these collections this generation is that it's been, like, one game or two games. Yeah. Most of the time when it's two games, you end up with a game you don't want, like Borderlands the pre-sequel. Nobody okay. wants that. Nobody cares. You know why? Yeah. Because it's terrible. <laughs> I, I couldn't even be talked into Borderlands 2, but I understand a lot of people like it, but right. even the people I know who love Borderlands 2 hate the pre-sequel. Hate
0: the pre-sequel, yeah. yeah.
1: But, you know, I I, I don't want to drag that too far, but I, I just can stop.
0: Yeah. Stop. 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 Agreed. Like, just stop making those. Make... Yeah. Like, there's always these lull seasons, which sucks, but, you know, deal with it. What? Uh, You know,
1: all this engine technology is taking so long to get right, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine last night, and and I'm not a game developer, but, you know, the one thing that I really feel like may be at the heart of a lot of this is that these game companies can't finish these games. Right. On time. Yeah. Yeah. And... I think a lot of the reason to that is that you've got nobody has ever programmed games for eight core, com, uh, eight core CPUs before. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's super high. It's so.
1: the reason that you've got all these AMD eight core processors on PC yeah. that on paper look like they're fifteen times as powerful yeah. as a. As an in Intel, right, but the Intel runs faster because everything 's programmed for four cores, not eight, right, so you end up with just all this wasted horsepower, yeah. yeah, and I think that there's just not quite the tools in place yet to be able to harness that power effectively, and you know uh, there 's also that issue that these consoles, because they waited so long to release them, mm-hmm. because the last generation drug on so long, and the financial situation of the country at the time, and all these other factors, right. that by the time these consoles actually did come out, they were a little bit underpowered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we could see a short generation this time as a result, yeah. uh, but the sad part will be if we spend two and a half years with fucking re-releases. <laughs> yeah. Like... What, what was this generation? You're going to anyway? get two years of good games? Yeah, exactly. What
0: was this generation for? But two like, years, that's not enough time years? to get, like, seven Call of Duties, so we'll be fine, I guess. Yeah, it's like... it's. It's. Fu- I guess. Like. It also might be. Like. Maybe. A. Um, like. A. A little nod to, to the fact that none of it's none of it's you know backwards compatible. Like they were like oh we'll remaster this so you know you can have that on your new system. That's not uh, the same thing. It's not. No, it's not. But you being able to use your old games yeah, know, on right? your new console or reselling me a thing. Yeah. yeah or rese- is not the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Um, but yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Half Life Two remastered on. Uh, remastered. It yeah, and you know how much that is? That's free on Steam. Free. <laughs> that's for nothing. So I am... As soon as you give me
1: back my damn laptop, downloading that, I'm going to fucking play through that again. Cause you know what? Half-Life 2... Probably... It's five-ish? It's top
0: five. Top five. Top five-ish. Top five-ish. five-ish. Right. That's, a, that's a good game, that game. So. I gave it incredible. credit. It's a good game. It has its parts that I don't love. Pick up and smell the ocean. Mr. Freeman, The creepy guy that he sees all the time? Oh, the G Man. G Man, yeah. He says, wake up and smell the ashes in that creepy little scene. I don't know.
1: I play that game with the sound <laughs> effects where everything's that dude's mouth. Oh, okay.
0: So you don't even. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Whenever somebody looks at you, they just go. So what's that scene like? And it's just like. Brruh, brruh, yeah. brruh, brruh, brruh. And,
1: like, the fan boat is just. Bruh. The gravity gun just goes, bink, bink, bink. Bink, bink, bink. bink. Is there a Macho Man? No, there's not. I'm sure there is somewhere. There's probably a Macho Man. I'm sure there's that Skyrim out there. That Skyrim (laughs) dude out there somewhere. Oh, shit, it's
0: Skyrim! (laughs) 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 Skyrim's coming to save the day. Oh, uh, that Ultimate Skyrim video. That's I, one of the best I'm things I okay don't care how many ever. times I watch it. It's still funny. Yep, go watch Ultimate Skyrim. Go look that I up. I think we like, talked about that last week. I don't care. Turn this off. Like, turn off this podcast and go watch Ultimate Skyrim because it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Did you ever see the fun with Ahmed videos? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw those. I've never seen, never those, seen before those before. seen those before? Well, fucking oh, yeah. great. <laughs> you get a little here. Uh, Apparently, yeah. Ahmed Johnson, super pissed about Oh, he hates them. He hates the Ahmed Johnson's a... Tony Norris is a bit of a crazy person. I'm not... Tony Norris apparently got in,
1: like, an internet fight with Chris Hero, because Chris Hero posted that, like, on his uh, Facebook at some point. Right. And all Chris Hero said back to him repeatedly was, why do you wear knee pads on your thighs? Why do you wear knee pads on your thighs? <laughs> why do you
0: wear knee pads? He never answered, did he?
1: No. You probably didn't answer. Yeah, but apparently they made up those, so, you know, yeah. there's... There you go. There's
0: still love in the world. Speaking of more... Think about that, Indiana. That is they're true. There's still love in the they're world. still love in the world. All right. Um, So, possible Alan Wake uh, port to Xbox One.
1: Yeah, they announced today, uh, well, in the last couple of days, uh, Microsoft did, that uh, Alan Wake, across all platforms, has sold 4.5 million copies. Wow. Uh, It's kind of been a long tail on that game, uh, but that game has ended up doing fairly well. Uh, People seem to remember it fairly fondly. Right. um, And they hinted at, um, once again possibly re-releasing that game on new consoles. Uh, The one reason I would be interested in that uh, would be that uh, an HD re-release of that game on modern consoles could lead into um, an eventual sequel. Right. Um, Now, American Nightmare, that downloadable Alan Wake game that came out Mm -hmm. uh, for Xbox Live Arcade, eventually got ported to the PC along with the original Alan Wake, um, was a continuation of sorts. Right. For yeah. Alan Wake, but I really want to see
0: deeper. Yeah, like an actual I, continuation.
1: Yeah, I, I want right. to know a little bit more. You know, I'm actually fine with them never doing anything again, but I would like more. Right. Um, I feel like Alan Wake, uh, and they've really, really hammed this up in American Nightmare, that it's kind of like a Twilight Zone episode. Right, yeah. Um, and, I feel that. I can feel that, yeah. You know, it's What's just saying? that here's this fucking weird thing that happened to this writer, and then he... You know, ended up sinking into his own mind. Yeah, there you go. And you know, that's uh, all that's missing is your Rod Serling, and there you go. <laughs>
0: there you go. You're you're right, on, right on par. So. Alright, uh, what else we got? Uh, you have some Majora's Mask news about that uh, <laughs> yeah. super duper rare yeah. DS light whatever thingy. Um, oh, uh, what we'll, we'll just
1: call this Haas Gloat Corner. Uh, <laughs> once a week, I'm going to pick a piece of news that uh, just makes me chuckle. Just makes and, you uh And that'll work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need music for that, like
0: Haas' Gloat Corner. <laughs> Gloat? Gloat Corner? Yeah, the Gloat okay, Corner. Gloat. Okay, yeah, we'll do that.
1: Um, but yeah, so uh, apparently those super rare Majora's Mask, new 3DS XLs. Sure. Um, Nintendo released more of those into the wild, and they were available at GameStop. Limited quantities, only about four or five of them. Right. Um, at every store, though. Okay. Um, and that was this week. They're, they were gone immediately. But here's the thing. Nintendo never re-releases... Special edition hardware. Right. Like there's all those super rare 3DSs, Game Boy Advances. They do these single one offs and never pop them again. Right. The idea that they were able to get if it was just most stores got one or some stores got one or something, right. I would think that, hey, maybe this is just they found some stock. This seems like more than that. Okay, I think Nintendo is entertaining the idea of doing another full run of this at some point right. or maybe just slowly feeding more back into the channel mm-hmm. like they're doing with Amiibos where they just got people so whipped up over this one thing and it's all anybody can think about. Right. Um, But, you know, the new 3DS XL is doing really, really well. It made the 3DS the highest-selling platform last month. Right. um, Which it hasn't been in the U.S. in quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, typically the the sales charts are dominated by Nintendo portable hardware. um, But since the launch of the new consoles, um, they've just been selling so well. And then with uh, Microsoft getting into the price war there... Uh and you know, every time an iPhone comes out or something, it just it make, it gets harder and harder to compete for that money. Right. Um, but this has made Nintendo portable hardware sought after and sexy for the yeah. first time in a while. Old um, and sexy with that mask. And I, I would never want one of these to own, like mm. to play, because I would never want to be seen in public with it. <laughs> but it, oh. I would own one to like do the same thing as like that GameCube adapter and just put in a drawer somewhere so right. no one else could have it. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> so, just, I, just, so, no, I'm helping you. Right. By helping myself. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I didn't get not one. To, not to sell it later. Not to poach from it. Just no, so I, no one else ever has I actually. don't really sell anything. <laughs> and the only time I ever sell anything, it's like, well, I'll sell it
1: now while it's worth something and then buy it a year when it's worth nothing. Right. Um, I've done that a lot. I've like.
0: You're entertaining that idea right now. Yeah. <laughs> like the, you want to get into that right now? Yeah, nah, we don't have to get into that right now. But yeah, so, you know, Majora's Mask coming back Yeah, out Yeah,
1: That those, those systems will be trickling back out. That game sold really well. Uh, there seems to be uh, a lot of interest around Zelda. Uh, and I. the reason I think they may keep pumping these out into the channel is that there should be sustained interest in Zelda throughout the end of the year. Right. Because if they meet their date, the new Zelda game will be out by the end of this year. Yes. Um, that is highly anticipated by many Zelda fans. I own a Wii U, so let's do this. <laughs> let's fucking do it. Come I on. never so. finished Skyward Sword or Twilight Princess, so yes. it's time.
0: There's a reason for both of those.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they Still silly playing Majora's Mask, though. Yeah. It's okay.
0: I, Majora's Mask is pretty alright. I didn't appreciate it when I was younger. Um, but I can... Have a higher appreciation for it now, oh, dude. I, I just keep saying "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like that, that's the thing. It's like I, I played, uh, I played Twilight Princess, never finished it. I was tired of doing bug hunts with a, as a dog. I just didn't care about anything I was doing in that game. It um, looked like hot, it garbage, looked like crap. Everything looked gross and foggy and. Just, yeah. like it looked was, like an N sixty four game. It, it was all dingy and just nasty. I hated everything about it. Um, everything was brown. It was Gears of War before Gears of War was yeah. Gears of War. And you know, say what you will about Skyward Sword and its broken ass fucking control. Um, it looked nice. It had a look to it that was. It was like Wind Waker. You know, like it, it wasn't exactly like Wind Waker, but it had an aesthetic to it that fit what was going on. Whereas, you know... Uh, if I could have played Skyward Sword... Yeah. ...with a Wave Bird... With, yeah, with a regular controller... Yeah. ...and
1: yeah. have it not constantly tell me, hey, I'm going to take about six seconds away from you and tell you that you got a five-point ruby. <laughs> I know what a fucking blue ruby is! Yep. Yeah, it's a red one. I've seen those two. Thanks.
0: Thanks. Appreciate
1: it. Yeah, that one's worth 20. There. Fucking duh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's so much instruction and waiting in those games. It's, it's
1: I don't know how any company can possibly think I'm that stupid.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I just
1: It's like I'm constantly getting hit in the head with a hammer and it's like we gotta
0: <laughs> We gotta keep, remind him. We gotta keep telling him his wife's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah too. You know the thing, you gotta you gotta save Zelda. Don't know if you know if that's the point of this game. The, <laughs> the thing. <laughs> have to keep constantly bashing it back into you. Uh but yeah, that's probably gonna do it on the news. Oh no, Halo 5, uh using dedicated servers. Uh, yeah. That's that's pretty the best uh, news. Yeah, that's pretty
1: that's probably the best that, news that I have heard yeah. in a very long time. Uh coming off of the very successful Halo 5 multiplayer beta that yeah. I thought was very, very good and very good looking and very substantially different. in a great way um, from all of the previous Halo games. um, I I think that the inclusion of... They say that every multiplayer game for every mode, including custom games, will all be on dedicated servers. Hmm.
0: There you go.
1: Which leads me to believe that because... DirectX 12 comes out this year Right and the Xbox One will be able to support that Right and it's apparently going to make the way that it uses RAM be more intelligent and also let it you know how when Titanfall was coming up They kept talking about how AI would be more Adequately processed by using The cloud right. so it would make your system More powerful through the internet Sure, I think that's how they're going to do it mm, okay. I think that was like Their first attempt at it yeah. And this is hopefully the Realization of that <laughs> maybe perhaps possibly i haven't tried it yet but apparently according to people that i know that i actually do trust which is like three people in the world <laughs> but apparently the halo master chief collection multiplayer is fixed oh, okay so i'm going to give it a go there and it if it's not fixed
0: i'm real mad <laughs> you heard it here first
1: it was like 6 <laughs> seconds it of it dead it silence you heard
0: you heard it here first microsoft you're mad. He'll be really if That happened.
1: You know what I want to do?
0: What do you want to do? I don't
1: even want to play many games right now. It's getting to the summer. You know what I do like to do in the summer though? What's that? Getting ready for bed. You've mm-hmm. been outside all day. You know, right. cooking out, working on the car, doing yard work. Master, sit down. Beating off like crazy <laughs> I like to sit down For like 15 minutes 30 minutes Play two rounds of Halo Right Before I go to bed Before I go to bed It's relaxing Right Cause Chilling out playing Halo Yeah it just It, it helps me unwind It's, yeah. it's a leisurely activity True. Uh, so I, I hope that game finally
0: works. But that's all I have for news. All right. That's it for the news here on the Video Struck Podcast. Uh, do we want to go into what you've been playing uh, for that one? But I haven't really been playing much of anything. I haven't been playing much, but we can talk about all the shit I got. Well, yeah, you can talk, let's talk about that. What you... What you got planned? what what you been buying? What you been buying, <laughs> Hoss. think we could
1: do we could do this section yeah. as like the shopkeeper from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. What are you
0: buying? What are you buying? What are you selling? I could I could probably put the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <for
1: that. laughs>
0: thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what are you
1: buying, Hoss? Um alright, so I had a buddy of mine, uh, who had a couple of games that I wanted. Okay. I no longer owned a copy of Shenmue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I needed a copy of Shenmue because I think I am going to play that on the internet at some point this year for twenty four fucking hours. Yeah, probably. So you straight. So I, I start talking to my buddy about Shenmue, and uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I just see this giant stack of games over here, and your justification I was, "Well, well, I needed Shenmue." <laughs> This is all gonna make sense, okay? okay? Alright, go ahead. Go ahead, go on. Shut your mouth! I'm gonna take a
1: picture of this. Like Go on. Um, so I I needed a copy of Shenmue, and my buddy happens to mention, he's like, oh, I got some other Dreamcast games as well. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, what else do you have? He mentions that he has Skies of Arcadia. Oh. And Skies of Arcadia, kinda rare, kinda sought after, a game that I don't currently own. Um... And would like to have my collection because it's a really good RPG. Right. So we start talking about this trade that we're going to barter for Shenmue and Skies of Arcadia. Right. And we finalize the deal. Mm-hmm. The next day he texts me and says, I don't think I can do that. Right. And so I, you know, we, we get on a chat on Xbox Live and I send him a message saying, well, what's up? And he says, uh, well, the problem is if I get rid of Shenmue and I get rid of Skies of Arcadia... I now have a Dreamcast that is of completely no use to me. Right,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, so you said...
1: <laughs> so what if I bought yeah? <laughs> and that's, that's where like it business got... Business acquisition? And that's where it got more complicated. <laughs> right. Is that we're brokering this deal where I'm going to buy his Dreamcast, and he's digging through his cupboard, and he comes across all his original Xbox shit. Okay, yeah. And... I needed an original Xbox. Mine doesn't work anymore. Right. I ended up burning up several original Xboxes because I used them as DVD players. Right. Back in the day, progressive scan DVD players were expensive. Mm -hmm. Xbox consoles weren't that more expensive, and I already owned one. Right. So that's how I got 480p DVDs. Right. Um, So I ended up just burning these things up because I was the kind of guy that would just like, put my TV on sleep and fall asleep with the DVD player still running. Right, yeah. Um, Just keep going. Yeah, back when people put discs and drives to watch movies. Right. That's a. Grandfatherly thing to do now Fucking weird Weirdos Um, But yeah So I ended up uh, Buying his Xbox And his 22 game Xbox collection Mm -hmm. And his Dreamcast collection With all his VMUs And controllers And and all his games And uh, they showed up The other day And I played Quake 3 For the Dreamcast Last night (laughs) And Realized that I was Some kind of crazy person (laughs) So that's
0: how did this happen?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, you yeah, know, there's too many games to count. But I mean, like, you know, the Shenmue is is what I really wanted. Uh, Skies of Arcadia is something I also really wanted. Right. Uh, but there's some stuff in there I didn't own and stuff I've never played that I would like to. Right. Um, yeah. Like Scarface, never played that game. There we go. It's not like expensive or anything, but hey, it was in the box. Sure. sure. Uh, another copy of Knights of the Old Republic. Wish I didn't pay for that one recently. Yeah. Because yeah. I just bought one like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I, I got a whole bunch of new shit. The one other thing I'll talk about is that we occasionally talk about movies here. Yeah, I watched Birdman.
0: You watched Birdman? Okay. How'd you feel about Birdman? I haven't seen it yet, actually. Um, I, I yeah. Think Birdman is for
1: me, right? It is my kind of movie. I like art housey stuff. It, I it, like
0: character study. It seemed like something you would really enjoy when I. When it, It looks like something I enjoy I fucking loved it. Yeah. A lot of people that I know love that movie.
1: And what really got me was that it had all of this appeal going for it, all of these Oscar nominations going for it, and then people who like movies that I think are shit said (laughs) it was bad. I was like, I bet this movie's fucking awesome. (laughs) And guess what? Fucking awesome. There you go. I was just down with seeing it. Edward Norton is psyched
0: iconic in that movie and what movie he, is he not <laughs> ever since Death of Smoochie he's been weird man he's a wackadoo I'll tell you that well um, granted before that I mean American History American guess, History, Club and, Fight Club Club and, and all that stuff he's a
1: weird guy yeah
0: and uh, what was that poker movie he was in probably the best character in that um, uh, rounders rounders yeah with, with Matt Damon yeah he has my favorite, he has my favorite quote in that movie is when the two Russian guys are talking to each other in Russian. And he goes, hey, 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 speak English at the table. I know you're probably just talking about pierogies and snow and shit. <laughs> 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 oh, it's <was> great. <laughs> pierogies <pretty good. laughs> and snow and shit. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Ed Norton, I actually want to see that movie really badly. I need to watch that, so. Yeah, I,
1: I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I, I red boxed it. At some point, uh, if that's on a Blu-ray format, right. I may buy that, because that's a movie that I think once every two or three years I can pull off the shelf and go, I'll watch that. I'll watch that movie.
0: Yeah, well, um, there you go. Because so, it was
1: such a weird limited release that like I don't feel like that's a, a movie that will just be on Netflix. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, Spring Breakers is still on Amazon on in instant. instant. So. It sure
0: is. <laughs> Go I watch the movie like once a month. <laughs> Just to remind yourself. I was like, man, this movie's still incredible. Oh, this movie, oh boy. Nobody else gets it but me. Uh, clearly you are the only guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with me, man? Like, um, you, you're the only guy that gets some stuff. If I'll somebody spends
1: that. more than like $300,000 to make a movie, I'm
0: like, what a hunk of dog shit. <laughs> But for some reason, they film a movie, like, in a shed. Yeah, all right, <laughs> It's just like... that's like a deep character study. I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. Love that. So you put the a woman day. in a bikini in it? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of character studies, I guess. Speaking of woman in bikini. Uh, was there a woman in bikini in this game? Yeah, there's a shower scene later. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't get to that part, but that's fine. In America, she's in a bikini. Oh, okay. Because everybody showers at their home in a bikini. In a bikini. That's true. And everybody showers in their underwear. You didn't know that? Um. So, yeah. And every married couple has twin beds? Twin beds? It's like twin the beds. 1950s. Twin beds. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore. Twin beds! <laughs> Occasionally, when they push those together, though, yep. woof. <laughs> oh, boy. It's crazy. Um, Once a decade. Weird censorship in this country, I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, Weird, but it's... You isn't? can murder whoever the fuck you want. <laughs> but don't say any naughty words or talk about sex. Yep. That's weird. Anyway, um, so basically, what did we play today, Haas? Huh? We played a little something today. We played
1: the David Cage joint.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, kind of his coming out game. Right. Really. Um, Indigo Prophecy. Yes. Uh, we played it on the original Xbox. Yeah,
0: we played some Indie Prof. It was pretty alright. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I got
1: mad, Indie Cred. Mad, mad. Check Maddie. out my prof.
0: Check out my prof, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, we played the original Xbox uh, iteration of Indigo Prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, that game was, uh, was available uh, and still is on the PS2, okay. uh, as well as the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, it was referred to as Fahrenheit uh, in Europe. Really? Um, it, uh, it has come out here now um, f- on Steam as Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy, hmm. and it is the full uncensored game with the nudity and all that okay. other stuff. Yeah. Um, I believe they also did some graphical improvements, but nothing crazy. It's hmm. probably just higher resolution textures and any,
0: stuff. Any reason for the name change, or was that just a... Uh...
1: Well, I, I think they wanted to uh, differentiate it now is it like, this is... This is Fahrenheit.
0: okay. Well, I mean, but like, why why was it called Fahrenheit
1: in Europe and yet? I believe, and I could be completely wrong, I believe this game wasn't published by Atari overseas. Okay. Um, And a lot of times what happens when a game changes names in different territories is that the publisher says, I want to publish this game, here's the money, we'll market this for you, we'll help fund development costs. But you call it this,
0: okay? So that's part of like the deal they get to get the marketing yes. rights. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't really know well, that. It's kind of so. like Crash Bandicoot almost didn't happen, right? Because, because Universal wanted to call it was the Wuzzle was, was, was the Wuzzle? Yeah, yeah, I remember
1: that. Yeah, and yeah. you know that's how those barking deals happen. It's like you know if. If you're okay with changing the name of your game or maybe changing the tone or some of the scenes or something, yeah. we'll give you X amount of
0: dollars. Yeah, that's right. It's gonna be a wombat or something. It was like yeah. something weird. They didn't want him to be a bandicoot, I guess. Like a Nurgle or something. Yeah, some odd thing that doesn't really exist. Uh, uh, wombats are real. Yeah, they are. They're adorable too. So yeah. We saw that video. Are wallabies real? Wallabies are real. They're tiny kangaroos. So yeah. Rocco. Rocco, the wallaby. <laughs> you want to talk about Rocco's Modern Life for a little while? Oh, say, yeah, let's talk about Rocco's Modern Life and how awesome that freaking Man, show is. Man, that episode when he went to go buy the Mr. Sensible TV. Yeah. And he ended up with a huge fucking big screen TV. Yeah. That oh, was just, so awesome. Got sucked into had it. A mic- microwave built into it too. Yeah. Had, yeah. To, had to get sucked into it and turn it off from the inside. The episode where he went to heck. Yeah. 663. Oh, yeah. 664. 665. <laughs> oh. oh. Paddle balls—they're the dumbest toy. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. Who, who can do that more than three times? Yeah. Idiots—that's who. <laughs> Idiots and losers. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you were somebody who like
1: had one of those like social anxiety disorders or like like an Asperger's kind right. of thing, yeah. I bet you're the kind of person that can laser focus on something
0: like oh, that. Oh, sure, yeah. For for that, it's probably pretty great. Like
1: anybody I know, like you know. And no offense, Gus. But anybody I know that can do a Rubik's cube, I'm like, you probably have some kind of social anxiety thing, don't you? <laughs> no offense, Gus, we love you. <laughs> I'm just fucking with Gus. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, Indigo Prophecy, uh, it was wasn't very different in the states, but it was uh, a censored version of the game. Censored game, um, yeah. also had that sweet sweet soundtrack which we'll get into a little bit later we'll get into that Um, but yeah uh, Indigo Prophecy um, main character wakes up very beginning of the game uh, he is covered in blood yeah uh, he has murdered a man in a public bathroom. Yeah. Can't tell you how many times that's happened to me. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's a regular occurrence, actually. Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, the police aren't good here in, this, in the state. They, they never have to figure those out. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's weird, it's, right? <laughs> uh, luckily, nobody listens to this podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> strange.
1: Um, but, yeah, you, uh, you wake up. Uh, you, have been, uh, you have murdered someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, just uh, the game flips to gameplay. Right. Your character comes to yeah. You have to do something with this body You're in a public bathroom that's in a diner It's snowing outside You're in New York City You need to get the fuck out of there You've yeah. cut up your arms There's a cop in the diner <laughs> Covered in blood There's a knife on the floor Blood on the floor, dead body Yeah. And this game plays And this should make sense to a lot of you people Like Heavy Rain Yes. This game was made by David Cage This is like his... Second major release, his first of which being Omicron, uh, the the nomad soul, I think it was, (laughs) for the Dreamcast. Uh, It was a very, very... He was reaching there. He had overstepped his boundaries with that game. It was overly ambitious for the time and for the hardware. Sure. Um, But that game was basically Grand Theft Auto Mm -hmm. with David Bowie in it. Legit, David Bowie was actually attached to that project. That was
0: David friggin' Bowie.
1: Yeah, it was a driving game, it was an open world game, it was an adventure game, it was a shooter, it was everything. And it had Ziggy Stardust. This sounds amazing. And it had motherfucking David Bowie. (laughs) This sounds amazing. Um, So Omicron, after that game, it seems like he took stock of himself and said, well, parts of this gameplay I don't do very well. Right. But the parts that he did very well in that game... Were the procedural elements and attention to detail. Yeah, it's David Cage has almost an obsessive, compulsive design mind. Yeah, and he applies those kinds of mechanics to video game controls. Right, much of which in this game is uh, you select something with uh, with a swipe of the right thumbstick. Mm-hmm. You know you'll have when you walk past something it will be a swipe up to do this swipe down to do that right um, almost like a point-and-click adventure yes
0: except it's all with the right stick that's kind of how I how I take to these games because a lot of people like they they argue about Alan wake and or, and uh, um, uh, heavy rain some of that being like oh they're just motion pictures that you you know have a quick action thing to or whatever you know uh they're a lot like point-and-click adventures. Like, that's a game that people... That's a style of game that people don't crap on very much. But that's how I kind of took this game. It felt very click point point-and-click adventure, except it was just giving you a call-out. That was, like, the only difference that I noticed. Because you'd have to go to certain areas, and rather than clicking the mouse on it, it would just give you, like, a, you know, whatever to inspect, or, you know, or what question to ask, which is the same thing as selecting with a mouse what question to ask, which is in all point-and-click adventures. So, you know. Well, and David Cage
1: uh, introduced a mechanic that would be used several times later on in games, uh, very prominently in The Walking Dead. Right. And some of the time-sensitive time sensitive choices mm-hmm. uh, from Mass Effect. Yeah. And a lot of big RPGs from current day, like most choices in Mass Effect are not time sensitive. The ship's exploding, but you're staying there and just, I don't know, I'm going to choose one of these things, but the ship will just keep exploding (laughs) and I never die.
0: For a while. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, But occasionally there will be a choice, like in Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect 3, where it's like, you've got to choose something right now, there's a timer clicking now. Go.
0: Um,
1: Alpha Protocol uh, was another game that did this. It was kind of like Mass Effect, except you were a fucking spy, and it was great, but all the mechanics in that game were real bad. Yeah. Um, it It was great... When it was just a spy game, it was bad. When it try to be anything other than that? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Indigo Prophecy is him kind of at his formative stages. This is, I, I feel like, a .5 version of the gameplay systems that would later be introduced in Heavy Rain. Right. Um, so if you are someone who is familiar uh, with the gameplay designs and the gameplay systems in Heavy Rain, um, one thing you'll notice is that this game is as close for the time as you will ever get to the video game equivalent of a police procedural. Right. Uh, Coincidentally, at times you are police in this, but everything is about attention to detail. Yeah. And also, there are time-sensitive conversation segments in this game where you get one of three choices to ask someone, yeah. and it, you will go down that conversation path and you can never get back to choice number two or three, right because you 've only got a limited amount of time you can
0: 't talk yeah. to somebody for four hours yeah if you if you, can, yeah, if you select a question about the suspect, you can't have a, a select one about the victim it's like it's very procedural, like which one are we? We were interrogating a witness yeah.
1: Yeah. earlier, and the there was a time constraint involved because one of the police officers knew her, wanted to make sure she got home all right, knew that she didn't see very much, so he's like, "I'll give you a couple of minutes with her, and then I got to make sure she gets home." Right. Yeah. So it's very it, that game does a very good job of in very.
0: It, Simple actions creating tension, yes. creating urgency that of the moment. That's a good point because uh, the moment that you get out of that restaurant, and this kind of took me by surprise, and because I never played this game before, uh, when you got out of the restaurant after you had you know, so we had cleaned up from the crime, Clean up the crime, you hid the body in a stall, and you had to basically walk, pay for your meal, and walk past the cop that was sitting at the end of the bar, and leave and try and get home. But the moment you walk out of the bar, it, it kind of becomes this thing where he's like, I gotta get home, like right now before something happens. It goes to a split screen, and the cop's getting up to go to use the bathroom that you just murdered a man in. And this music starts to kick up, and you were running down a, a street. You're like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, you know, because he's about to discover the body. You gotta get out of there before something bad happens. And so, it aided to this yeah. feeling
1: that I was. My character was groggy
0: Yeah, yeah
1: That my character didn't know where to go Yeah yeah.
0: All he knows is that he needs to get home Yeah, he didn't even realize that he had He wasn't even sure if he had, like, paid anything yet He didn't realize that he had stayed there Until he saw, like, oh yeah, that's my check I totally did something here I should probably pay for that So And And spoilers If you don't pay, you can actually get caught there (laughs) Really? Because when you go to leave, she's
1: like, hey, you didn't pay Oh, yeah and you, you'll get stuck in a conversation where you have to talk to her. Oh, really? The cop walks in the bathroom. The cop finds the body. The cop arrests you. Wow. There you go. Huh. Um, I, when that demo came out before the original game came out, um, I played that as many different ways as I could. Really? to see
0: what... Yeah. Th- there's
1: so much different stuff that can happen. Um, and I don't think we've necessarily uh, talked about this well enough. Um, We've talked about being a police officer, we've talked about being a person. This game, just like Heavy Rain, um, you play the role of several different characters during the course of this video game.
0: Yes. Yes. One
1: character that you play is actually two characters there's a male and a female cop that are partners. Yes. Um, sometimes they're together, other times they'll be apart, but when they're actually together on an investigation, you can switch between those characters and have different options.
0: Yeah. Yeah, about what to do with each of them and
1: what I which I think is very cool. Yeah. Um I think uh, I think for the time that game uh, did a really good job of trying to tell a story, but still, you know, that's that's grand and sweeping and large, mm-hmm. but still focusing on the individual character drama of the moment. Yeah. The the thing I'll tell you that we didn't get to in this, sure. Um, that everyone who goes into Indigo Prophecy should know is that. I, for one, don't like where the story goes in that game. Really, most everybody I know that has played through that game, right, don't really like where the story goes in that game. Interesting. I think the first seventy-five-ish percent of that game is pretty good, right. And then you could tell that they had seen The Matrix, <laughs> <laughs> so
0: and, they so they lost a lot of the a lot of the the magic um, and of. just it. I like a game that goes supernatural. I feel
1: like that game goes a little bit too supernatural, a
0: little bit too much.
1: Okay. Um, and and that's not a huge spoiler. I just think the, it's not really a really spoiler at all. You get that vibe right from the beginning, very early on in that game. Or I not. mean, like the next sequence that we have with yeah. the main character, um, there's a lot of hallucinations that start happening with him. Right. Um, and I like the fact that uh, they, they really play up the unreliable narrator right angle. Yeah. Um, where you know, you're predisposed, especially as someone who, you're 18 to 34 year old male, they're going to want to believe the man character, and they, they really do a good job of, uh, you know, for the time, you know, there weren't very many strong female protagonists of making you eventually shift off of him. As your, well, I'm this guy, too. Right. I'm this lady cop. Right. Yeah, it's like, I... I'm not the womanizing black cop. Yeah. <laughs> because there's this whole angle with him, which is funny. Yeah. But he's a real big womanizer. Gotcha. Which... Once again, David Cage is not American, so he only deals in stereotypes, so I'm sorry. So sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> and, and if you've seen the children that were in heavy rain, he obviously doesn't know how humans talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here, Dodds. I don't think that I can make that show. <laughs>
0: that's the third time you've quoted that on this podcast. Really? It's like, yeah. That's Have you done that that many times? Yeah, three times. The third time you've that. I'm right here, here Dad. <laughs> I'm right here, Dodds. I don't think I can make that jump. It's really bad. It's fucking fantastic, though. It is, it is fantastic. It is fantastic.
1: Um, <laughs> Sean! Sean!
0: Alright, we'll stop talking yeah, about
1: that. Gotta stop.
0: Talk about Indigo, Pro- Indigo Prophecy.
1: <laughs> uh, Indigo Prophecy, I, I think, is. Uh, it very much fits into the vibe of this podcast and what we're doing. Right. I think this is a very good game to go back and watch someone play. Mm hmm. In this, just to understand it as kind of a timepiece, um, although it may hurt. Like a lot of people have this almost unrealistic view of what Heavy Rain was
0: right. of being this groundbreaking achievement in video games. It it was not. This was a surprise to me because Heavy Rain was because I never noticed I never noticed this game before. Um, and as you said, probably because a lot of people didn't buy it. Um, it was Atari at a time when Atari didn't have any money to market anything, and yeah, and <sighs> that's a shame. Uh, because yeah, like like it kind of surprised me of how heavy rain this was. Like even when you said the guy who made Heavy Rain made this, I wasn't expecting it to be very Heavy Rain, uh, and it was like right down to the split screens, the tense moments, the you know the the motion activated decisions you have to make. All that jazz. It was extremely that. And then he did the the one with Alan Page, um, Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls, which was very much that hey, you accidentally said Alan Wake earlier. Yeah, I did say yeah. Alan Wake. Well no, yeah, I said Alan Wake, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> but uh that was still a sort of a movie command type. Absolutely. Movie, yeah, so yeah, I was uh, I have a kind I made of my point. Beyond <laughs>
1: two souls that I should probably play before I Yeah ship off that PS3. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's got Willem Defoe in it and uh, Page. He's got a weird face. He does. And they pretty much mimic it exactly, so I'm okay with that. He, he just looks like what I assume the devil looks like. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I would totally hang out with him. Anyway, um, but no, um, it. it what, what was my point? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'd never, I never, I was surprised that it was so much like it because I thought Heavy Rain was the first of that, mm-hmm. of that ilk, and it wasn't. This pretty much was. This was like that. This was his testing ground for it, um, it seemed like. And if
1: you... It, you know, and I mentioned them earlier. I mean, if you look at the Telltale adventure games and how they actioned it up, mm-hmm. and some of the ways that they had failed with some of theirs, right? I think a lot of that formula is not necessarily plucked from, but analogous to mm-hmm. the kinds of actions that you have in Indigo Prophecy. Right. Um, I love that it's a... That game is told in blocks of time. There is a very, especially with the lead male. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, well, wh- where the fuck was he then?
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So
1: what was he? He'll that? be, yeah, you know, he'll be here, then. Yeah, I'm not
0: sure where he was. Okay,
1: exactly. Interesting. Uh, there's, there's a lot of really good here and there mm. with him that I really appreciate. Uh, on the upside, you know, despite the fact that I said this game does not end incredibly well. Um, it is fairly satisfying mm. of a
0: conclusion. You're not going to walk away going,
1: Bullshit!
0: Um, <laughs> you won't be throwing a controller. Yep. No, no. You're, pro- you're probably more like, Eh, that would, could have been stronger. Come on. Come on. Come on. That, you know, <laughs> that could have been better. Yeah, um, I feel that. But
1: the, uh, you know, th- this is... <laughs> Very much in that ilk of you know, this is a eight hour game, right? That you can sit down, that you can bust through on a weekend, mm. that you can pick up for dirt cheap on Steam, or you know, I'm sure you can get an original Xbox or PS2
0: copy of this for two dollars. Yeah, yeah. And if you know, if graphics don't bother you, because it's it's older graphics, they're not bad uh, for the main characters. That that original Xbox uh, yeah.
1: version that we play today, uh, you know, we played it in the worst possible environment. Right. Uh, we yeah. played it on a seventy-three inch TV. Yeah. Through a backwards compatible system. Yeah. Uh, right. You know it. It with HD. Yeah. With straight up <laughs> HD. Mm. And you know, uh, I think once I get that original Xbox hooked up in the boudoir on my tube, yeah. I bet if you walk in and look at it, you'll go like, "That looks very good."
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Uh it's not the super ugliest thing, it's not Mario 64, you know, which is, you know, I love Mario 64, but it's an ugly game, I'll tell say that. On a tube TV, that game still looks good. It still looks okay on a tube, I guess, yeah. On HD, though, it just looks Yeah, kind of yeah, cool. it looks like ass. It looks like that. It just like, All these paintings that seemed convincing before just look like mud. <laughs> just look like muddy garbage now. Yeah. Um, but no, um, <laughs> yeah, uh... Because the, the the waitress didn't look that great, like the, the main character did, but the waitress like kind of looked like, oh, you have way less polygons, though. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> want to get a
1: cup of coffee? Cup of coffee? Cup of coffee? She had the best character fucking like, character voice that I've heard in a really long time. You get a cup of coffee, and it's you can do this with every David Cage game, but like, <laughs> just hire American voice actors. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> coffee. Like, this game immediately sets this scene there it's snowing outside it's Christmas Eve or whatever. He straight up says New York yeah. like they say it. The, the, and this 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 raven or whatever right. flies right past the Statue of Liberty. This is obviously New York City. Right. And they have a lady with like the worst Boston accent <laughs> you have ever heard in your life. Get a cup of coffee? You want a cup of coffee? A cup of
0: Yeah. Oh man. And her, her her face just did not look good. It was, yeah she like, looked like she was made out of Silly putty. She was from a, an earlier generation of Pixels, yes. I think. <laughs> like an early- yeah. You know, she's the older generation, Broad. <laughs> she got older generation polygons. <laughs> it's a proud generation.
1: It's one thing that uh, you can really see when you go back to a lot of these older games is that you look at the main character, like, because it's always the first thing they show you is, yo, check out the face of this main character. Like, that looks pretty good. That looks all right. And then they show you
0: anyone else, you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Where they just haven't really finished it. Yep. Uh, oh, man, she looks. Whoa! <laughs> what happened to her? Yeah, she just... <laughs> What's that guy's problem? He's she got, looked like a comic book character. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got one eye. I think
1: he's only got one eye. It's in the middle of his head. It's just like this crosshatch graphic where half of his head should be. That means he's not
0: finished. It's not finished mm. at all, you know. Like he's the, just... Retro, you dickhead It's <laughs> <laughs> just an older game It's a better generation Stronger You don't know what it was like back in the <laughs> PS1 days That's, yeah. you know, like, you know, graphics ultimately Like, people say graphics don't matter They matter to a degree of enjoyability to what's going on You know what I mean? It's like, if graphics are visibly bad And overpowering your experience Then it's bad you know? I'll say this Graphics matter Yeah
1: When your intention is to create an environment of believability, that's a
0: good quote. I like that. Yeah,
1: graphics I feel like do not matter Mm -hmm.
0: when they are tertiary to the
1: experience.
0: Agreed. Agreed. When you're when you're just supposed to experience what's going on, shoot the gray squares, whatever that may be. Graphics don't really matter. No, it's just it's about the fun of doing the action in which they want you to do. But, yeah, when when you're trying to immerse somebody, you know, it helps to have, you know, believability. They do a good job. It's an older generation game. They absolutely, like, the the motions looked very real. Um, the main characters, I think, for that generation, you know, they kind of had, like, that, you know, mannequin stiffness to them as they acted. Yeah. You know, every game had that. You know, you can't well, blame it for that. You
1: know, until uh, Half-Life 2 came out right. and introduced the... The idea of teeth and tongues Right
0: Moving independently from lips and jaws Right a- As well as stationary motion As in when somebody's standing They're not just completely blockily standing Or looping in a Like yeah. I'm about to fight you Final yeah. fight motion <laughs> Exactly It looked like Half-Life 2 had that That generally looks like she's standing there that yeah it looked like so
1: yeah. well and like when yeah. I stand somewhere yeah. every minute or so yeah I shift my weight
0: yeah exactly everybody gets uncomfortable at some point and they have to shift it
1: and so. uh, it's just it's it's
0: it's the human
1: inclination yeah. your body body needs to do certain things you have to shift your weights mm-hmm. you have to when someone talks to you i don't just turn my eyes at you yeah <laughs> i turn my head yeah and if i'm turning my head at more than say a 45 degree angle right. i will turn my body turn the body on. and look at you exactly and that may cause me to have to reshift the bottom half of my body as well yeah and it's that kind of natural motion that this game does a decent amount of Mm -hmm. that was all about to change. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, this is what I feel like one of the earliest examples of filmic
0: game creation Mm -hmm. done well. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I I was intrigued. I actually wanted to keep going. It was only the demo, but I was like... I'm intrigued at what's going on here. What oh, was the full game. Well, yeah. But we just got through the demo we content. We just got through the
1: demo content, yeah. I would that. have no problem with playing through the rest of that game with you sometime. Right, I would like uh, to do that. Because
0: uh, we would need to restart, because I feel like we made some bad choices already. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. le- leaving the knife there? We yeah. left the knife at the crime scene. We left so. all
1: kinds of blood fucking everywhere? Blood
0: everywhere, the knife was there. We- Dude was fucked. He yeah. was fucked. <laughs> like, like they're going to get those prints off that knife. He's done. <laughs> that lady's going to get you dead rights there. <laughs> you know, no cup of coffee's going to save you. <laughs> I'll give you one in a jail cell, you fucking bum. <laughs> you had a cup of coffee in jail? <laughs> oh, we have driven that joke into the ground, but yeah, I love it. Cup of coffee. That's we need to keep going till it's not a word anymore. That, yeah, my whoopee. Cup of coffee. Get cup of coffee. Ugh, uh, terrible. That's the title. Title of this one, <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> cup of coffee, the Indigo Prophecies <laughs> edition. Um, yeah, but no, I I was ve- I was very much into it. Um, very very much like uh, heavy rain. I wasn't I wasn't super into the idea of heavy rain. And then uh, my roommate Tim started playing it, and I pretty much got into that game. I was like, this is very enthralling. <laughs> like, so you know, yeah, dude. It's D-do like Brandon to play this game out here. And you're like, I'm right here, Tim. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here, Tim. <laughs> I'm right I don't think I can play that game. <laughs> oh jeez, we've driven that one in there too. I don't give a I shit. Mean, that's still my favorite that's joke. That's a good one. I've been making that joke for eight years. I don't give a shit. And then my buddy Sean came over. Sean. <laughs>
1: Sean.
0: Oh man. But yeah, um, it, it, it was it, it was uh, Dim You Knows how to make Dim Cage right? Okay. David Cage, you know it's make a mega game. It's David Kage. David Kage, <laughs> uh it's David Kage. Yeah. <laughs> like is he, what is he, Finnish? Yeah, he's, uh, European? European uh, he's a Swede. A Swede. okay. That, that kind of makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> he must be one of those Swedes. I'm sorry, anybody who's Swedish out there. I <laughs> did not mean to uh, imply anything. i picture him in a hat like Notch wears. Notch. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I played a little bit of uh, the Ellen Page adventures and... That's pretty okay. I own it. I I, I, yeah. I bought it when it was on sale, like, for nine ninety nine on right. Black Friday, and yeah. I haven't ever opened it. Yeah. I, I I saw the ending to it, so I never, and it was kind of like a really obvious ending, so I was like, whatever. Well, it's a David Cage game, so there's probably like 50 endings. Yeah, probably. But it was kind of like, you know, oh, this is the villain, or whatever. It's kind of like, yeah. Kind of saw that coming. Ellen Page of, did it the whole time, right? Ellen Page did it the whole time. The Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, that that's it for the for the David Cage uh, uh, retrospective. Our first it. of probably.
1: At least two David Cage episodes I, I would, Oh yeah?
0: You want to do another one? You wanna do a...
1: I'd like to play Omicron at some point
0: Omicron, okay, I was about to say, yeah I'd like to go back to that and show Show the world! Show the world what Omicron is I'm here to show the world what Omicron's about Alright then, cool um, Then we can get in deeper uh, to what David Cage is all about the, Yeah. You know. Just
1: figure out that David Cage just spent the last 17 years trying to make the game he tried to make 17 years ago
0: Right, yeah Maybe when he comes out with a new game, we'll do up some Omicron. And then we'll just talk about that and see if it... I'm not in a rush to play
1: Omicron. Right. But yeah. I don't think anybody's in a rush to play Omicron. Is he
0: in a rush to make a new game? I mean, I know he's been pretty successful lately, so... No. Is, there like, is anybody in a rush to make a PS4 game? They keep delaying all of them. It's true. Nobody's really in a rush to play that at all, to make those at all. Well, Bloodborne came out this week. I mean, Bloodborne did come out this week. We didn't even talk about that, did we? No. Yeah, weird. It looks really cool. I... You know, whatever. I may end up with a PlayStation 4 in the next week or so, so... All right, we'll get for some... For the second time. All right, cool. We'll get some, uh, get some footage of that, maybe talk about it a little bit. I
1: don't really know if I want to play it, but well, it's like, if I end up with a PS4, why wouldn't you? It looks
0: pretty cool, I think. It's got to uh, be better than The Last of Us. Yeah, it's got... Well, come on, I like that. The game's life. terrible. I like that game. Uh what do you, you dis... I don't know. It it's not great. Um, I enjoy it, though. I, I didn't find
1: their definition of, like, an emotional character story. I was like, uh, this is this is kind of like Red Dead Redemption, except you have Tonto with you.
0: <laughs> In Red Dead Redemption, is that what you mean? Like,
1: well, no, It's this is
0: like or, Red Dead Redemption's story arc. Yeah. Except you have fucking Tonto with you. It's, in, from the Lone Ranger, right? So yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So not in you have you have Tonto in Red Dead Redemption. So it would be you don't have a Tonto. So you don't have a Tonto. So you, except you don't no, have a Tonto. Yeah. That's what you're saying.
1: No, I'm saying in, in the the last of us, you the girl got is Tonto. So you have
0: so just because you have Ellen Page with you, not Ellen Page.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, gotcha. Yeah.
1: And there's so many dumb parts about that fucking game Of course, if somebody saw her, it would suck If that alerted somebody Right But holy fucking shit How many times would I be standing in a hallway And I'm like, I'm about to jack this fucker And she literally walks through that human being And stands behind me And I'm like, the fuck? (laughs) Why did you even have to have her walk at me? Why
0: couldn't you just have her, like, appear at me Gradually behind me? Yeah there, there's a few moments in that I don't know why we got to talk about this, but anyway. <laughs> but we talked about the PS4, and it's kind of like
1: the only game it has. It's, it's sad, because it's the only game the PS3 had for a while. I was going to say,
0: it's, <laughs> the, it's the last swan song of the PS3, and it's also the only game PS4 has. So. Yeah. Weird. Well, it has Bloodborne now. Yeah, it's got Bloodborne, so. Yay, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to... I'm not shitting
1: on the PS4, it's an incredible piece of hardware. It's super fucking capable. It's more powerful than the Xbox is. Yeah. It has a lot of things going It's got a way better network than the PS3 did. Mm. It's such a step up in a lot of ways. They added the new uh, firmware patch today. They added uh, uh, instant on. Right. So, uh, like, you can actually put the system in sleep mode, boot it back up, and your game's still running. Oh,
0: okay. Like on
1: the Xbox. Right. Which is a really nice feature. Right. Right. Um, Because half the time like I'll hop out of a game Go watch TV Turn the thing off Come back And it's like Oh I saw that race Going in Forza Boot it up Back in it Gone
0: There
1: you go It's nice Um, Although the one thing I don't like about the Xbox And hopefully Playstation Does something about this Is that It's not always Incredibly clear What will turn your fucking game off, though? You (laughs) can't have two games running at the same
0: time, right? It's not always incredibly clear about what's gonna kill a game. (laughs) Uh, Oh man. Well, well, here's what they should do. They should get the they should get uh, the rights to Indigo Prophecy uh, over on the PS and over on the PS4. Remaster it. Send a remastered version of Indigo Prophecy. That'll uh, tide you over for any new games going on. How about that? <laughs> Are you looking for a weapon to stab me with at this moment? Just looking at anything other than you because I'm ashamed of what you just said. Well thank you for uh that's gonna do it for this episode. I cursed a lot less this episode. You did, you did. We barely cursed at all, really. Uh, we're working towards PG, everybody. Working towards it. We'll be me. like WWE one of these days. <laughs> so, so check check out our stuff, at videostruck.com, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. We're getting a lot more subscribers. It's been great. You guys have been watching our stuff. Our views have been going up. It's been awesome. Thank you guys so much. It's been a real blast. So uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the Video Destruct Podcast Remastered Edition. (laughs) Fucker. Yeah. Mm